Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome to this week's edition of the Amem Torah Podcast. Uh, as we've mentioned the past few weeks, uh, currently Chutzlaretz uh, and Eretz Yisrael are uh, doing two different partios because the eighth day of Pesach fell out on Shabbos, where in Eretz Yisrael that was a regular Shabbos, so they laned their Parsha, but in Chutz Laaretz they did not. They continued on with the laning of Pesach. They've ended up one Parsha apart, and will continue to be so for the next few weeks. So in the meantime, we're putting out two po- two podcasts and two different Torah every week, one for the Bnei Chutz Laaretz and one for Bnei Eretz Yisrael. So before you listen to this podcast, make sure you are on the correct week forever it is that you are in the world. This podcast is for Parshas Bamidbar, and let's get right into it. So in Sefer Shemos and Sefer Vayikra, which is really the birth of the nation, the establishment of the nation, the culture, the society, through the receiving of the Torah, through the establishment of the um, different castes of Kohanim and Levim, uh, we get to Sefer Bamidbar, and we actually get to the process of the nation actually going towards Eretz Yisrael. And uh, all the stories, all the episodes that happen along the way. And Sefer Mimbar begins with a description of the camping method. The Torah goes into great detail on how exactly the nation camped, how they traveled, the process of how they shifted from camping mode to traveling mode, formation of the tribe as they traveled, as they camped, even the exact order in which they got up and left and, and traveled further. There's just a lot of details, and the Torah gives us all of them. So today I want to talk about the camping. Next week the Parsha gets into traveling, in Parsha's not so, but in Parsha's move I want to talk about the camping. So they encamped in a box formation around the Mishkan, uh, three tribes on each side, and then the Mishkan in the middle, which was surrounded by Shevet Levi. So how were they camped? So at the front, which was the east side, uh, you had the three tribes of Yehuda, Yusachar, and Zvon. To the right of them, which would be the south, you had Reuven, Shimon, and Gud. To the west, in the back, were Ephraim, Manasseh, and Binyamin. And on the left side, to the north, were Dan, Asher, and Naphtali. Now, Chazal tell us that Yaakov Avinu was the one who determined this formation. Before he died, he instructed his sons how to carry his body to Eretz Yisrael, and this was the position that he put them in. And they took these positions and they used them uh, when they got into the desert. But what's the reasoning behind this formation? Why are, they on, why are the tribes on the specific sides that they're on, and why are they paired up with, the, with each other? What is the determination behind these groupings and this formation? So Hirsch gives an explanation in his classic manner. It begins with the front group. Each one of these three shvatim on that eastern side figured prominently in the material and spiritual success of the Israel. Yehuda was the tribe of royalty, it's the government. Yisachar was the one responsible to make sure that there was constant Torah study, that Torah was constantly being developed further. And Zvulun was the most prominent commercial tribe. His uh, portion was on the, on the coast. Uh, he was the one who was in charge of all the international uh, commerce for the Israel. So right at the front of the nation were the most vital pieces to their survival. You have the ruling party, you have the, the Torah study, and you have financial support. By the way, all the ideas in terms of that Yehuda was the royal tribe, Yisachar was responsible for Torah, we're going to say something like this by each shevet. 
uh, Rav Hirsch gets these ideas from the, the brachos that Yaakov gives to his sons in Bereshus Perak Mem Tes, um, which, and then you see throughout the rest of Tanakh, they were brought into uh, reality. So these are not just ideas that Rav Hirsch is picking out of thin air, he's getting these actually from the Psukim. So if you want to uh, have a better understanding, uh, I would suggest just going to Sefer Bereshus, Parshas Vayachi, Perak Mem Tes, and just looking at the Psukim over there, and you'll see these uh, straight out. All right, so that's the front group. Now let's move to the two side groups. So he explains that each one of these groups contained an important factor in the protection of the nation. Um, you have the uh, camp of Reuven, Shimon, and Gud. So the tribes of Shimon and Gud were known as fierce warriors. Uh, Gud's bracha is that he was a fierce warrior. Uh, Shimon is known uh, for his, uh, he, his bracha uh, included the mention of his fierce protection of his sister Dina. Uh, when she was taken by Shechem, and how Shimon and Levi wiped out the city. So those two tribes were known as fierce warriors, and Reuven uh, is known in his bracha as having a softer character. So those traits balanced each other out, and this group became uh, the physical protectors of the nation. And then opposite them, on the other side, you have Don, Asher, and Naphtali. They were all known for traits that would help grow and develop the culture of the nation. Don is known for his quick thinking, Asher for his refined taste, and Naphtali for his eloquence. And that actually is a Gemara that Refresh brings. That is not in the Psukim. But as we said, all the other characteristics are, are from the Psukim in Bereshah's Mamtas. So those are the two side groups. When it comes to the back group, Refresh admits that it's not as clear to him as with the other ones. But what he does is he takes a look at not the Bracha to Yosef, but the specific brachos that Yaakov gave to Menashe and Ephraim in Bereshus Perak Memches, that they would both become great and mighty tribes. This greatness and this might of the tribes of Menashe and Ephraim was why they were opposite Yehuda. Not just practically as extra protection in the rear of the nation, but it was symbolic as well. How was it? Later on in history, after the kingdom of Yehuda had already been established, the tribes of Yosef would break away, denying him, denying the Shevet of Yehuda, the leadership of Bnei Israel. So what happened was, instead of complimenting Yehuda with their greatness like they were supposed to do, they instead tried to tear Yehuda's greatness away from him. So therefore, symbolically, they're positioned exactly opposite Yehuda in the back. Now, Reverse doesn't comment on Binyamin, but I think you could take this idea and sort of extend it to Binyamin. The first king of Yisrael was Shaul, who was from the tribe of Binyamin. And even though he didn't steal any kingdom away from Yehuda, since Yehuda hadn't, Yehuda's kingdom had not been established yet, because Binyamin did produce a king, that's why he would be placed in the same grouping as Ephraim and Manasha. That even though it wasn't a, um, even though he didn't uh, do anything bad to Yehuda, at the same time there was an element of kingship that he had taken away from Yehuda because he had his own king. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Zvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the AMM Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, Old Ideas for the Modern Mind.blogspot.com, 
where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of Amen Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.